Arise up front. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Hi everybody and welcome to the Upfront program for today. And uh, council member David Susi is scheduled to be with us, but he isn't in the building. This is not the first time this has happened. Um, but uh, hopefully he will, um, you know, maybe he's running late or something. The heavy-duty traffic here in the city of Woonsocket or some other, <laughs> some other reason. He has been informed via email numerous uh, times. Um, and uh, I don't have a telephone number for him. So, um, so as a result, um, we don't have a confirmation that he's coming. And, uh, but um, he is... Uh, on a list of um, scheduled guests to be on the program. And uh, Denise Sierra was with us um, two weeks ago. And John Ward is scheduled to be with us two weeks from now. Today is uh, Dave Susie's turn. Now, he was at the council meeting last night. So we know that he's in the city. Uh, we just uh, don't have him in front of the microphone. And like I said, uh, this has happened before where he lost track of the uh, schedule and uh, wasn't able to... Uh, uh, come to the building because he forgot that he was supposed to be here. And whether that is the case this morning, I don't know. However, what do you do in those circumstances? Well, we have a few uh, contingency plans in place, and uh, maybe we can arrange for another council member. But we're working on that um, right now, so uh, stay, uh, stay along with us. Right now, we're going to work on letting you know that uh, Scott McGee has real estate, and he's got it to sell. Scott McGee of REMAX Properties brings his years of real estate experience to you, whether buying or selling. Check out this property currently on the market from the McGee team. All right, so what do we have? Um, we have a new listing uh, for Scott McGee. This is a nice piece of property at 536 Third Avenue up in uh, the uh, Fairmount uh, District. And um, We've got, um, the, first of all, the price is two seventy nine, and we have uh, three nice uh, big bedrooms, two full baths, and this house is relatively new, um, less than 20 years old. It was built in 2004. I remember when these houses were going up in that neighborhood. Fantastic raised ranch. It has a double car garage featuring three bedrooms and an additional 572 square feet of bonus space, which walks out to the garage. And we also have a beautiful backyard with woods and with uh, no one behind you for some privacy to entertain guests. This home is in the Cherry Hill district of Woonsocket. Uh, within Fairmount, and it's easy access to 146 and, and Route 95, and there are many shopping options uh, near this home, including shopping options in nearby North Smithfield and Blackstone, as it's pretty easy to get access to um, to uh, going up toward the Friendly Home and then uh, the St. Antoine residence, and then right out to Great Road into North Smithfield. Anyway, Make an appointment to see it, and Scott McGee would love to show it to you. Now the price again is two seventy nine. Taxes are uh, fifty three hundred on this property. Scott McGee has a listing, and he'd love to show it to you. So um, give Scott a call at six thirty nine twenty nine oh six. More than happy to show you this property in one socket. All right, thank you. 
Kay Akasher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick, 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kay Akasher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kay Akasher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. We're getting there together. You've been waiting for us and we've been waiting for you. And now outside dining and inside dining is available at K's. It isn't like it used to be yet, but we believe it's coming. We all want to do this the right way and the safe way. So as we slowly make our way back to the normal, consider joining us as we have taken all the precautions to make your dining experience as comfortable and pleasant as possible. And we're so grateful for your support that you've given us during the takeout phase only. And while takeout continues at K's, we now invite you to join us at our newly created outdoor dining area or in our reconfigured inside dining room. Yes, the same great K standard menu and a lot of new add-ons to enhance your dining experience. Check out our Facebook page for daily updates. There are so many great dining experiences available in the Woonsocket area, and we hope that you'll come in and see us soon at K's, 1013 Cass Avenue. Call 762-9675 to make a reservation or place a takeout order. To all our valued customers over the years, a big thank you from Dave and the staff at K's. All right, and you'll find Kay's uh, right here on Cass Avenue, and we're ready for lunch today. And we're ready for um, any any kind of um, maybe uh, maybe a mid-afternoon uh, snack. You want um, maybe a shrimp cocktail and a nice drink. You can do it outside. You can do it inside. And uh, we have, uh, as the advertisement said, some specials that we have included during this uh, time period that are pretty creative, and um, you can find the uh, latest updates on our Facebook page. We are K's, and we are adjusting, and we hope you're adjusting, too. Now offering dine-in service, and of course, their outside service has been pretty successful for the past two weeks uh, when they were allowed to do that in phase one. Now, they're doing both. And now, I guess, uh, it's, uh, let's get to the official uh Back into the program type of uh, sounder, as they say. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. All right, the panel right now is uh, Roger and Jeff Gamash. The panel, <coughs> excuse me, was supposed to be uh, Roger and uh, Dave Susi. Dave is uh, normally scheduled. If you see Dave Susi in your travels, say, uh, well, how come you're not at WNRI? Uh, we did contact him a number of times via email, and uh, none of it got kicked back to us. Uh, so uh, he's aware, if he looks at his email, that um, he is scheduled to be here. It's just not here in the studio. And uh, we um, are going to probably make a few phone calls and see if we can salvage a program with uh, another uh, council member who can uh, tell us a little bit about last night's meeting. But the purpose of this program on Tuesdays after a council meeting is to review the docket with a sitting council member. And he's one of the people that's uh, agreed to um, uh, sit with us and chat with us about the council business. So we have a docket sitting here. We have a council meeting that took place last night. Uh, we just don't have a council member in the studio right now. You got me. 
Yes, but you weren't at the council meeting. No, but I know a few things about budgets. Uh, see, there's a lot of numbers in budgets, Roger. Yes, that's true. And those numbers uh, relate to dollars, you see. Well that, well, that was pretty good. Now, so last night at the council meeting, a number of amendments uh, were made to uh, the budget. And um, we were told that uh, those amendments uh, came from uh, three council members, uh, Councilman uh, Ward, Councilman uh, Kanoya, and also Councilman Kithis uh, trying to move the budget around to get a few items uh, that he was interested in. Um, having uh, certain uh, certain budgets uh, increased a thousand dollars or a couple of thousand dollars at the expense of other budget items, and uh, we're told in our little notes here that uh, that didn't work out too well for Mr. Kithis. Uh, but uh, the budget did get amended. We do new have a new city budget for Woonsocket, and um, and we also have uh, looks like uh, there was nothing here in our notes that said that we didn't uh, get the one percent. Uh, tax reduction that was scheduled in the budget. So the numbers look like it moved around a little bit, but uh, not enough uh, to affect the tax decrease on commercial property of 1% and on um, what we would call residential property, like my property, 1%. So when that tax bill comes in, and it should be coming in pretty soon because the um, fiscal year begins on July 1st, and uh, it's almost time to pay the tax bill. Again, luckily, uh, in my particular case, we do it on an escrow basis. Every month when we pay the mortgage, we put the money in for the taxes so it's not one big uh, hit when the tax bill comes. It's still, when you open up the envelope and you see the bill, uh, it does uh, you know, hit you between the eyes and say, wow, that's a lot of money. But on the other hand, the money is put aside throughout the year, and so it's not like... Um, you have to break the piggy bank to pay the tax bill. Anyway, new budget is in place, and that was uh, probably the biggest work of the Woonsocket City Council last night. Under two hours, the meeting. Um, so it flowed along well for, for a major budget meeting. I thought it would be longer. Short of um, uh, having a council member here, we'll, uh, I guess, open it up to open line conversation. So let's, uh, let's do that. Our number, if you um, have a comment on the city council meeting or a comment on the violence in Providence last night or whatever, here are the numbers uh, to call. 769-0600-766-1380. And you may have an opinion as to uh, what is going on. Uh, in the city or in the world. It's open line conversation. Now, last night, I went to um, Chan's for what they call inside dining. It was the first time I've had um, inside dining experience uh, since uh, it was banned by the state of Rhode Island. So the reason I'm bringing this up is that a gentleman uh, came over to me, and he was at the bar area of Chan, so listening to President Donald Trump. Now, I could hear the president in the background, but uh, I was far enough uh, inside the dining area where I didn't, um, I didn't get a... As a matter of fact, I don't know what he said. I've read about what he, uh, what he said. And what he's saying is uh, that uh, we have to take a harder line with the uh, protesters. But the gentleman who was reporting that to me came over to me and he said that uh, this is what um, we should be doing. We should be taking a hotter line 
against uh, the protesters who are, and we're not talking about the protesters carrying a sign in support of, um, of police violence or anything like that. We're talking about the protesters who decide to throw rocks through windows and steal things and uh, burn police cars. So anyway, this particular Chan's patron last night was happy about the president's um, approach of uh, taking a hotter line. The governor, on the other hand, uh, she participated in a a conference call with the president and the other uh, governors uh, across the country yesterday. And he um, told them that uh, they should take a hotter stand with the uh, protesters. And she said that 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 was his line, but that's not the line we're taking in Rhode Island. We're going to take a softer approach. We're going to listen more and we're going to uh, try to. Uh, understand what um, what their issue is. Now, last night we had plenty of violence at the Providence Place Mall in downtown Providence. We'll see what the governor has to say today. Any comments? Hopefully it's a much different tune. I mean, with what's going on in the country, and you look at the headline in the call that um, <laughs> the, 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 the governor is commending the protesters because they're wearing masks, well, uh, and keeping social and keeping distance. social distancing. Yeah, that's very uh, nice. The night before, they had it easy. Although, uh, when John DePietro, uh, it may have been a little more than graffiti, because when John DePietro arrived at the vets, he does a little prelude while we wait for the governor. So sometimes he speaks for a few minutes prior to the governor in the one o'clock hour, which you'll hear today, by the way, on WNRI at one o'clock. Uh, he's talking about, you can see several broken windows on the back of that state house, uh, which is, of course, going to come out of the taxpayer's pocket uh, every time that happens. So, I want to look at some numbers. So Saturday's protest, um, the governor reported about 1,000 people. One of the news media accounts reported 2,000 people. And those are protesters. Last night, between midnight and 2 o'clock in the morning, there were 300 people. And I think what's happening is that a lot of legitimate people who are have a social conscience are being, shall we say, grouped as protesters. But then you've got to subtract that 300 from that 2,000. Let's say the 2,000. I think there are 1,700 people who were protesting on Saturday, probably who really had a social conscience and really felt that there was something to say and and um, and did it peacefully that was a very peaceful demonstration in providence on saturday what happened last night i don't think that uh, that uh, the group that was protesting on saturday afternoon many of them were in this group last night so who are they if they're not the protesters who are out on saturday afternoon where did they come from who are they are they a united group of some kind? Uh, do they have uh, some kind of uh, organizational skills? Is it uh, or organizational plan? Or is it a bunch of uh, Providence uh, youth gangs who assembled downtown at uh, midnight and decided to uh, go on a, on a rampage? So I'd like to know who they are because I don't think that these are social conscience people. Because if you have a social conscience, you don't... Um, you don't break into Providence Place Mall and and steal things and um, oh, they're opportunists and, and so forth. 
up. Yeah, but where do they come from? Are they gangs? Um, Are they well, um, members of a progressive A uh, year group? ago, we saw a similar situation right in downtown Providence where we had, uh, I don't know, 100, 200 youth gather with these jump bikes, these bike rentals, and they all conglomerated at the same time downtown Providence and wrecked havoc. And that, well, there was no... There was no uh, National movement afoot there. It was just lunacy, and you gotta you gotta imagine, I guess, speculate that some of them are maybe repeat visitors. You know, there is unfortunately um, some uh, chaos and our our arcanists out there. That was a big word for me, Roger. Did you catch that, arcanists? Uh. Is that uh, a real word, or did I make that up? Anarchist. Anarchist, right. thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, something was askew there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Some of them are repeat, uh, repeat visitors. Some of them just thrive for that sort of uh, opportunity, and they're really opportunists. Um, when this protest had started, even myself uh, initially, including, uh, I don't know if it's something to be said or not, but including the burning of the police station, I was okay with it. Uh, because I understood where it was coming from. Friday night, we get the arrest of that individual, and uh, lo and behold, it still continues. Do they want more arrests made in that case? Are they looking perhaps at the officer on the upper back that was kneeling on him as part of the problem? I don't know what the end game is to satisfy this. Certainly, we can't continue to tear the nation apart until a massive law enforcement reform takes place to appease everybody. This has to come to a close faster than those wheels can move. Email in from uh, Dave Susi, Roger, in preparing for the budget meeting. I didn't look at emails until now. Do you want me to call in? I've responded to Dave. Yes, I've given him the phone number. We'll be back in a moment, and hopefully we'll have Dave Susie on the telephone line. Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Still on sale, Tisdale Wines from California. In six varieties, including a Pinot Grigio, Merlot, Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and a Moscato. And yes, it's still two bottles for $10. Share in life's endless possibilities with Tisdale Vineyards of California. Quality wine. And the sale goes on on Kettle Vodka, $32.99 for the 1.75 liter bottle. And Bacardi Rum, the 1.75 liter bottle is only $23.99. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light, 30 pack, $25.50 plus tax. Champs Liquors for Keyway does high rise and senior complex delivery service too. Champs Liquors for Keyway, Clinton Street, Woonsocket. All right, and Champs Liquors for Keyway continues to. Uh, to do uh, what we call door service. So the way it works is you just uh, go to the door and say, I'd like a couple of bottles of uh, that Moscato, two for $10, and uh, they'll get it for you and uh, transact everything right at the door, and uh, you won't have to uh, worry about your safety as uh, everything is sanitized uh, each time somebody visits the store. So come on into Champs Liquors for Keyway, and we have all your beer, your wine, and your spirits waiting for you. And also, uh, looking at our schedule here, Chan's is open, um, and now they're open for lunch, and they're open for dinner. I was there last night. The popular drive through window is popular, continues to be popular. Delivery service here in Greater Woonsocket, still available. And now our dining room is open. And if you enjoy lunch, um, you might want to have lunch today at uh, Chan's. I had the uh, famous 
Egg Foo Young. I, for some reason, am drawn to that particular dish. And uh, it comes, uh, this is a combo plate. It comes with fried rice and also your choice of chop suey or chow mein. I'm a chop suey type of guy. And um, it is not, you know, for 10 bucks, how can you go wrong? It's the um, combination plate. Egg Foo Young is number two on the menu. And there are many other combinations, too. We are Chan's in the downtown district. And now we're doing inside dining at Chan's. Hope you'll, uh, you'll join us. And uh, let's see. I have another one here. Um, oh, I do want to tell you New Beginnings Food Kitchen is open Monday through Thursday from noon to 1 p.m. Grab-and-go meals. And um, if you would like to support New Beginnings with a check, please call Chef Gene at 356-4066 and offer your support to um, a, good, um, a good agency here in Woonsocket. And that's the New Beginnings Food Kitchen. They do a lot of good things for people. All right, we'll chat with Dave Susie in just a moment. If you need a plumber, I hope you'll consider Ray Dion, Dion's Plumbing Systems. From Cumberland, serving the greater Woonsocket area, we do residential and commercial work. We work on kitchens and bathrooms, heating systems, drain cleaning. We're licensed, we're insured. Over 30 years experience from Ray Dion, you can expect clean, neat, dependable, and courteous work. So when the pipes burst, think of Dion's Plumbing first. The number to call is 334 Dion's Plumbing Systems. We do bathrooms, kitchens, heat and hot water systems, and all kinds of special work as it relates to plumbing. Dion's Plumbing Systems. Think of us. We'll do it right for you. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. We are back to the Upfront program for this Tuesday morning. And uh, we were able to um, get Dave Soucy uh, intact here and uh, chat with him a little bit about uh, last night's city council meeting. Let's bring him up to our live line. And first of all, thank him for participating. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Good morning, Roger. How are you? I'm good, good. Well, yeah. it was time. I'm a little late this morning. Oh, that's, that's okay, as long as we can uh, grab you for a, a few questions sure. about, uh, about the budget last night. And that's what it was about. Uh, the council meeting's main uh, purpose uh, was to, uh, to get a budget going so that um, we can get a tax bill out and pay our taxes uh, uh, when they are ma- mailed to us. So could you explain, uh, Dave, for a few minutes uh, the give and take that took place uh, last night in terms of uh, amendments and so forth? And did it really affect anything as it, uh, as it relates to uh, the uh, 1% tax decrease? Right. You know, yeah, so what happens is, uh, you know, we go in and that, that meeting and there's uh, kind of certain parts of the, the, uh, the budget, the, the water, sewage, those kind of things. Those are all very un, unchallenged and uh, it went pretty straightforward. The, the, the biggest part, of course, is, is, the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the spending budget. And, uh, yeah, so what happens is we already, <laughs> in my, my estimation, it's kind of a last-minute thing. The, uh, uh, we, we presented the budget a while back, but the, the real amendments to it happened last night. And uh, the, the big amendment that did pass, which was uh, put together by uh, Councilman Tenoyer, which uh, apparently he does uh, pretty much every year, he pretty much does, you know, a big... Uh, a big sheet of changes, and uh, uh, I literally got those changes last night after the meeting started. So we did email them to all the counselors, but we got them after the meeting started, uh, literally. 
and uh, and then we're we're asked to, uh, to to go along with it. And you know, and at the end of the day, when it was completely done, the the changes were not were really nominal. Ninety nine point nine percent of the same spending was was uh, was 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 voted on, except that it, it it did take away from certain things that I that I could not agree with. Uh, uh, you know, it is you know the budget that was presented to us was a, a very it was a good budget. It's a it's a tight budget. Uh, there was cuts. There were uh, again, and uh, it, it came out with a you know very small, modest uh, uh, tax cuts for the uh, for on the personal side and on the commercial side. And after all the the, the discussions we had last night with the amendment, it's, it ended where they they were almost identical. I mean, there was there was a, a small percentage more on the commercial side tax cuts, uh, a small percentage less on the tax cut for the personal side. Uh, but really nominal. I mean, uh, again, uh, I guess it, 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 you know, at least it showed good faith on the on the commercial side, which needs to be uh, continued to be on the, on the to, to drive down over time. You know, um, but the biggest thing that I had about it was that they were cutting uh, some uh, some personnel and some uh, pretty big budget items from the planning department. Um, you know, and, I, and my my argument was that you know. In, the, in these times now, where we're going to need to, to, to dig back, especially when we start seeing the real uh, ramifications of this COVID uh, situation, uh, I'm concerned that you know if we don't have the resources and the tools in place to uh, to help bring ourselves back, I think that's going to put us in bigger trouble. And uh, uh, so, I, for that reason, I could not go along with the with the with the amendment that was proposed, and uh, consequently, I did not vote uh, yes on the on the budget that was proposed. And, and I and I, I think. Uh, I just felt that uh, also that we just didn't have the time to, to even digest it. And uh, I know we're in the constraints to get this budget done, and uh, I just wish that we had, and I know it's, it's, it's a strange world now with COVID stuff, uh, but I wish we had had more time to at least talk about each of the different cuts in, in detail uh, that, uh, that Councilman Canoia had proposed. And, uh, and of course, the, the, the other five went, went along with it, uh, you know, so there's no question. There was never a doubt, that's for sure. When you talk about the uh, cut in the planning department, was that uh, a planning director type of person, or uh, do we? No, have- no. What they did is they eliminated the purchasing agent financial analyst, which is uh, a position of permanent service. Uh, uh, excuse me, I take that back. That's in the, that's in, that was the finance, the planning division. They took out the uh, uh, also eliminated a planning analyst and the HUD and CDBG resource officer. Uh, they eliminated the planning analyst and HUD CDBG resource. Two of them. Another planning officer uh, that was thirty-three thousand. Uh, they took out seventy-eight thousand for the again the, the planning analyst and, and, and HUD person. They took out the uh, other other independent services in the planning department, which was fifty-nine thousand, which comes up. I mean, as the needs arise, where they have access to, to resources, uh, again sometimes they come up during the term. Uh, they eliminated all the temp services at twenty thousand, which was a, a temporary clerical kind of thing. Um, and it just—I mean—it just went to the core. Of what they this, this this division is already underfunded, in my opinion. I think we've long neglected uh, planning and development in the city of Woonsocket. Uh, uh, you know, unlike other communities that, that that do put far more resources into those things. Um, and again, it makes sense. Again, I'm from the business world, so I know from experience that you you, you know you, you sometimes make cuts, and cuts are always you know, necessary in, in, in tight times. But but you hope to God that you're. You're keeping the tools in place uh, and the resources that you need to then rebuild and then come back or at least stay above water, you know. Uh, and again, at the end of the day, all these cuts, 
to the planning uh, in particular, and also there were some eliminations in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the finance department and permanent services, um, which again, they were already at their staff, in my opinion. Um, at the other day, we still came out with pretty much the same numbers. What happens in these cases, they put a lot of these monies into the contingency account, so uh, the reserve account, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they say that if these things are really needed back and, and, and uh, you know, present to the council and the council can decide if these expenditures are worthy and, and so forth. But that takes away the autonomy of these these directors and the, and the, and the administration. Uh, we, we, you know, they put together these, uh, and again, in my case, a very, in my opinion, a very good budget. And, and just to take those buddies out, then have them, you know, come back to us and have to, 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 to beg for them uh, again, I, I I just don't think it's, 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 I don't, I don't think it goes right. And, uh, and again, at the end of the day, we're, we're the same money is what we're pretty much looking at. Uh, except that they, it comes down to control. I think this council in particular really likes control. Uh, they like to take full control as when, whenever and as much as they can. And, and they, hey, they have the votes to do it and they did it. Uh, on the, um, amendments, um, in the budget, uh, shifting money around. I don't. I don't know if you uh, offered any amendments, uh, but I know Mr. Kithis tried to move yeah. um, a little bit of money from one account to, uh, let's say, a homeless account, and and uh, apparently, yeah, one of them, that homeless account was, I think, it was a five thousand uh, dollar. Yeah, and it really, I think, and I just speak to Alex uh, about that. Um, that was just and kind of it was nominal. Uh, I think the thought being that if you know, again, with the COVID stuff, if any time there's going to be, there could be a bigger need mm-hmm. for some of these. Uh, Displacement, they call it services. Um, I think this this is going to be the year, probably, right? And, and to add five thousand up into that account was really, I think, it was just a gesture. I think of, of goodwill. Um, the, the, the other one that I did agree with them on, and I uh, near and dear to my heart, was the was the library budget. Uh, the library, uh, it was in particular, the the library did you know, overall the budget was pretty much the same. There was actually an increase in the library budget side, but in the book side, this is books now. Uh, the budget from last year, and actually going back a couple of years now, they had zero dollars in the, in the book budget. Zero for a city of our, of our size and uh, needs. Uh, by comparison, uh, the town of Lincoln has a $90,000 book budget. All the communities around us have significant book budgets. Um, the argument will be said that they used to raise money by their fines and fees, and that was able, enable them to buy a few, you know, a few dollars of books. But those fines and fees numbers are dropping dramatically. Uh, and, and they cannot rely on those kinds of things anymore. And it was never enough. Uh, when I was library chairman, again, way back, uh, even, you know, 20, 25 years ago, um, that budget was, was, was over 50000 at the time for books. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's, again, it's near and dear to me because it, I think we do, uh, we are a community that uh, is, our library is used by, by, uh, by people, folks that don't have the resources that uh, maybe a lot of us have. Uh, and I thought that a, a modest increase. So the mayor did put in a $20,000 book budget this year, uh, and uh, the endorsement that Alex proposed was to add, was to build, pump that up to, to 50, so a, a gain of 30,000 on that. And I believe that came from a combination of, a, of a, I think, 25,000 from the highway, uh, excuse me, 25,000 from the blight account, uh, and uh, the rest, five or six or eight thousand dollars from the uh, Highway reconstruction, which is the road, the road building account. But that amendment cool. failed, though, right? No, it didn't. No, that, it that, did that not. Yeah. It did pass. Yeah. So how much? Uh, yes. How much did we get in that uh, book account then? So we get we get we, we the, the thirty thousand dollars that go uh, additional went into the book budget for the library. 
again, from last year at zero, now it will be a $50,000 uh, book budget uh, uh, this year. Yeah. All right. Well, they must be, the library folks must be happy about that. They're very happy, and I think when I, and I, I do commend uh, Councilman Ward that also wrote along with that, with that with us, uh, Alex and myself, and I can't remember the, the, the last vote on that. Um, uh, but we did get the four votes, and it's, uh, you know, and again, you know, at the end of the day, it came from other things. It didn't, not hurting anybody, it didn't raise taxes, it didn't add to the, to the expenditure base. It was uh, responsibly moved from uh, a couple other accounts, uh, and again, namely the, the highway, construction roads, and uh, which had about 550000 in it. Again, after uh, Councilman Kanoya's uh, amendment, I know that he also pulled from that account. I, I don't know exactly uh, how much was pulled from those those two accounts, the blight and the highway, but uh, again, I, I know that they did pull from those as well. Councilman Susi, uh, I, I received a call from a constituent wanted to know about multifamily homes. You talk about the tax rate of single families and commercial. This gentleman is a, a two-family home. Was wondering what impact he was going to have with this budget. It's again on the personal side. It's a, the rate has been reduced, so it, but it's 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 small. I mean, I, I think it's you know on a on an average property of two hundred and fifty thousand dollar value. I, I, again, it's 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 not a lot, but it, it is a a slight reduction on the tax rate for, for uh, single-family and, and, uh, and two-family homes, up to four units is, is considered the personal uh, tax rate. Um, so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nominal reduction. At least the rate did come down slightly. Yeah. So he'll get a 1% reduction like, uh, like everybody there you else. Go. Right. I'm looking up, at, I'm just, up to four families. So it's uh -huh. a 1%. Yep. Uh -huh. uh, Dave Susi is on our live line. We we're talking about last night's council meeting. When you, when you end up in a 5-2 to two vote, it almost sounds, uh, you're not here in the studio, but it sounds like you're a little bit frustrated about, uh, about what's, what's going on. How does that affect your thinking well, about the... Roger, it, in my head, I mean, it's, and again, most of the time, by the way, I mean, it's yeah. the rest of the we'll vote together, and, and, and we all could do it. A lot of those lot of 7 nothing votes last night and, uh, on some of the other things that came up. Um, well, does it affect the, your thinking about the future of, uh, well, of well, being on the council? And, and that, that they, you know, that those five, and, and again, they're all great people, um, but they often criticize about people thinking outside the box or having different thinking or, or thoughts, and, and they never think unalike, meaning that I've never in my time so far never seen anybody uh, question each other uh, or, or not vote uh, a certain way, so... Um, and uh, especially when it comes to big, big, big items, they, they, it's a solid, solid, not a solid wall there. And, uh, and God bless them. I mean, they, can, they, they have it. They can get it done. And uh, but for those that are not in that wall, uh, we're part of that wall. It, it's frustrating. Uh, there's no question about it. I come from a different background from some of them. And uh, uh, I, and particularly, and this will be something else I'm sure you'll talk about, but the uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, trying to develop things, trying to, to, uh, to have the, the brain power and the tools needed to, to, to move the city forward, uh, it's it's frustrating. I mean, I, it's tough to get anything really done unless they're unless they're they're, they're with you, and, uh, and, and often they're not when it comes to development. Yeah. So you be you see a big difference between uh, running an insurance agency and also sitting on. Uh, we've been on various boards uh, together over the years. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit easier to maybe do something uh, on a on a private board than it is oh, on the city city council. There's a big difference, isn't there, huh? Yeah, private boards can be frustrating too, as you know, but I mean, it, it is definitely is. But more importantly, running a business is, uh, it, it's, you know, uh, you know, I, 
you, you do come from a different mindset. I mean, because you, you know, again, you're, you're tight. You're, you're, you know, you're, you have to stretch that dollar, uh, but you uh, quickly recognize where you need to spend money or you need to put resources uh, in order to remain viable. You know, and uh, I think that is a better than me. And I, I, especially when you when you own your own business, it's uh, uh, you know, it's it's it can be frustrating when uh, when things go your way. That's not to be uh, a spoiled brat kind of thing. It's just the perspective that I brought, which I which is a business perspective, and I, uh, I sometimes get frustrated by not being able to, to uh, get them to relate to that uh, as often as I'd like, that's for sure. Uh, on the agenda last night was um, a proposal to uh, have a real estate broker uh, sell some city-owned surplus land. Uh, yeah. Looks like that passed seven to nothing. Now, what would uh, that be about? This is, is this uh, to raise funds uh, for the Treasury? No, it's not. Actually, well, yes, ultimately, it's, it's, it's not only raise funds, but again, back into the development. Uh, we've had a, you know, a, a bit of a frustrating time moving some of these properties that we own, uh, the city owns, and uh, I thought it was a good idea. I think, you know, and it doesn't cost anything. I mean, you hire these, these firms, they make their money in the back end uh, if they're successful. Uh, but in the meantime, you get the resources that they have, the contacts and, the, and so forth that they have to... to, uh, to to market these properties, and uh, since we've had a, a difficult time, and uh, uh, I mean, I think it's 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 prudent on us to uh, to do something different and try something different and see where it goes. So I'm ex- I was happy to vote for that, and uh, happy that it came up. So these are city-owned properties. Uh, yes. So we so, we give example, them a, the a list on, uh, on Providence Street, the corner lot there on Providence Street. Um, the middle school is a city-owned property. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other examples of it that elude me right now, but anything that the city owns, yes, that uh, we've tried to market through the years, um, and uh, had some, have some, you know, just had some difficulty. Some of them, sometimes we get people that are interested, but they, they you know, they, they either fall through or they, uh, they may not, we may not like what they're, what they want to propose. Uh, you know, ideally, you want to take these city properties and. Find a market, find a, a buyer that that has a vision similar to us, meaning that you know, you know, we can certainly maybe build another gas station or another, you know, discount store. But I think we're looking for more than that. And uh, sure, I mean, we, uh, you know, and uh, by by having a professional service, look for buyers that that fit that. I think it's you know whether it's successful or not, I don't know, but it's certainly worth trying to try to find buyers that that will uh, do things that are a little bit more exciting than than what we've seen typically lately. And looking at the agenda last night, uh, I've always uh, said of uh, Dave Soucy, uh, if there was a favorite song you might like would be Van Morrison's On the Brighter Side. You, you like to look at the, <laughs> bright, the brighter <laughs> side of things. So therefore, <laughs> the permission that was granted uh, six to nothing last night to use city property for uh, the holiday stroll and also for uh, the... Um, the bridge uh, dinner uh, in exactly. August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, is that uh, the the people who are planning that looking on the brighter side of things, or do you do you see those two events uh, actually happening when you see, uh, let's say, yeah. the Bristol parade yeah, being canceled with the COVID and all that stuff? You know, whether I I don't know. I know that part of that is just the one second uh, the Main Street, the, uh, Main Street uh, downtown uh, collaborative downtown was not collaborative. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, right now the, the, the plan is to still do the dinner. Uh, you know, whether they can do it in that in this you know, post-COVID world or during the post-COVID world, I, I, I don't know. I know they're, they're working at it. Uh, and the use of the clock for, 
for the Winter Wonderland, uh, or Winter Ice Cream, the, the scroll, next in December. So who knows? I mean, uh, there may be, again, whether they're, I'm sure it's going to be different. I don't think there'll be congregations of folks uh, around stages on, on Main Street, as we've seen in the past, but uh, certainly allowing folks to walk down and maybe witness, you know, small, small things that are of entertainment uh, is certainly a reality. Again, I'm not on that planning committee, but uh, I think they'll, they'll, they'll plan something. And I, I, I you know, I, think we, I hope they do. I mean, it's, again, being realistic as to what the, the limitations are. And, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But uh, in the meantime, if we, they do need to, to come to us as a council to get permission for the use. And so at least that, that's, that's, it's, that's in their pocket. Now they, they can decide what they're, what they're actually going to do with it. On the docket last night, a couple of resolutions, and sometimes when you read them uh, from uh, the docket, it's a little bit tough to find out what we're trying to uh, to do, but we're looking like we're asking uh, Representatives Casey and uh, Morin and Phillips uh, to um, to do something uh, at the State House in, in terms of protecting monies that come into the city of Woonsocket from the state. Am I, am, can I assume that those two um, petitions of the General Assembly have to do with making sure that the Senate and the House um, allocate the funds that were expected to come to Woonsocket uh, to happen this year again and not yeah. cut it? Yeah, actually, a, a couple of those were, I, I, I'm trying to think, because there was a few of those. Uh, we tabled a couple of them uh, because there's such uncertainty as to what's going to happen now at the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the, budget, the state did their budget, the, it's, 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 as far as anyone's looking at right now, it's going to be a rewrite uh, of that budget because they are, the state, as we know, is, is just looking at some astronomical uh, changes that are going to take place, and they don't know what kind of, full relief they're going to get from the federal government or whether that full relief will come. Uh, and consequently, the cities and towns don't know uh, exactly where, you know, where, where things lie uh, as far as what the state has, has promised and so forth. So I believe we did table, we did, I know we tabled two of those two of those things because of the uncertainty as, as to what was going to happen uh, at the state, uh, on the state side. There was a couple uh, on the uh, releasing of... Uh, Tax uh, of uh, tax penalties too, um, and uh, for the uh, uh, for the for the uh, I believe it was the tangible tax and the car tax. The car tax, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we did. Uh, we went along with those, and that I believe if you may have you may correct me there, but I uh, I know we tabled two of those. Yes, those um, uh, you tabled the uh, one uh, on the governor's. Uh, 2021 budget proposal that was tabled seven to nothing. Okay, yeah, and um, yeah. and um, you passed the um, the two uh, resolutions um, asking uh, representatives Casey Morin and Phillips and the Senate uh, delegation uh, about um, uh, monies for the city of Woonsocket. Those passed okay. seven to nothing, according to my right. notes, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Councilmember uh, Dave Susi, um, uh, I see some stuff on the agenda about Highland Corp- Corporate Park. Yeah, I want definitely. Yeah. And uh, they were, I know that's one of your favorite topics is uh, economic development. And yeah. and uh, there's been some activity uh, up there. And we have uh, in City Hall uh, Scott Gibbs, a pretty capable guy. So yeah. um, uh, do you have some uh, optimistic words about uh, the future of, uh, of economic yeah. development? Well, if you look on the docket, there was also, uh, I believe it was a, a resolution uh, that was going to, and it passed because they, they had the votes for it, but they 
There was monies in the in in, the, in an account uh, with the Woonsocket uh, uh, redevelopment, uh, or they call it Woonsocket Development Agency, um, and it was a uh, monies that was going to be that were that were uh, earmarked to if there was thoughts of a road being uh, a new road being uh, constructed uh, in the in the Highland Park because the the uh, I guess everyone everyone's opinion and, and the, the results have shown that there there was a you know, congestion that the coming and going out of that uh, out of that park and it was a uh, there are there are plans in place to to uh, and again I don't know all the details of it but there are plans in place to put uh, uh, another road uh, I believe it's behind the uh, the, uh, the new uh, uh, Cumberland Farms uh, in that in that general area that's land owned by Woonsocket Development uh, Corporation um, and there was monies in this this town it's, it's called TIF it's a TIF TIF IF it's a, it's money that are raised through uh, Kind of usage fees for, for supposedly for new new development that happens up there. They pay into this fund. Um, there hasn't been a lot of new development there, so it's a, it's really a, they assess the same people uh, over and over again sometimes. But there's about one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars in this account, and it, and again, it's 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 at the discretion of use of the Woodstock Development Corporation, uh, which is a quasi autonomous group that, in my opinion, is is a, is a wonderful uh, thing to have. If they have they have great autonomy. They also have the abilities to do things that sometimes cities and municipalities can't do. Um, and, uh, and again, uh, I'm, I'm going to learn more about that. But there's reasons why it's in place. They help develop, of course, the, uh, the, the park. They help develop, uh, not, you know, the, the reconstruction of the old social district. Uh, and uh, they're, they're a powerful tool. But for some reason, I think it's because there's sometimes a lack of communication coming from that group, at least the old group the old group's leader uh, to the council, and I think that really is a, is a bone of contention with a, a number of the council members, and because of that, they, I, I think they do things that, I, that are, that are that they shouldn't be doing, and last night, one of the uh, resolutions was to, was to pull $174,000 from uh, this TIF account uh, that was already MI, already there, ready to go, and when they, when they, when they, the need came, without having to come back to the council or having to jump through more hoops. Uh, but they took it back, and they took it back, and I think that the reasoning is simple, that they were, they're upset that they're not getting as much uh, detail or information from this group as, uh, as, they, as they'd like. Uh, Scott Gibbs was on hand on the meeting last night, and uh, again, he's new to the, being the director of, the, of, that, of that group, uh, the Target Development Group, uh, and I think uh, he, he felt badly that they were thinking of doing that, but that he assured us that, that, that he'd try to change that communication uh, situation and, and so forth, but it urged us not to, to withdraw that money because I think it could have other negative ramifications that he that he that he touched on it, which I don't know the details of. But it, again, it's money that was earned, and it's it just to, to take it away last night uh, is not helping anybody. It does not help us. It doesn't help the city. Um, as you know, we have uh, potential new uh, uh, business that, that wants to come into town up there. Uh, a machine up op- a machine shop operation and uh, you know I'm sure they're they're thinking that uh, we're all we all get along and that we, we all want the, the same things but when they see kind of things like we saw last night where which is taking money from this group uh, I don't think it sent the right signal Mr. Sure. Susie what does TIF stand for T-I-F yeah you know and I'm looking do you know offhand I'm trying to find it 
I right. don't, and I. Well, we'll hold that for another time. Yeah. One I'll, more. One more yeah. resolution. But uh, it's a tax thing. That it's a fee that is paid into the by the by the uh, by the tenants of the industrial park, uh, and it's monies that are, are then used uh, for the for development uh, as needed uh, mm-hmm. for infrastructure and so forth, and it's. Uh, but, but An internal way. infrastructure tax, I guess right. you could say. Right, I know, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Um, Mr. Susie, two more quick ones uh, before we leave. Yeah. Uh, I count, you count. It looks like when Sockett's participation in the uh, United States Census is lagging behind the yeah. council having yeah. a resolution to try to get more participation, was there anything discussed as to how could we could actually get more participation? Yeah, they they, they didn't, but I think they all, everybody's expressed that, that they will... I mean, whether it's the city or folks or people in general, uh, whether it's on Facebook or other social media, um, you know, it's it, it's imperative because uh, two things: if we if we lose if, if we don't get uh, properly counted, we have a very great possibility of, of, of actually losing one of our two uh, congressional seats, and that along with that comes uh, uh, could be tremendous uh, reduction in, 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 the, in the fundings that uh, Rhode Island gets. Uh, based on its on its population and so forth, sure. uh, and when so- in Rhode Island, you know, Woonsocket in particular, could be just um, that would just be devastating, I think, uh, because uh, it's a we're a state of need and we're a city of particular need. Um, so, but yeah, how to how to do it? I think you know that wasn't discussed, but mm-hmm. I, I I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that eventually they'll be able to you know, maybe get back to, to some sort of door to door thing. I uh, I don't know if that's a possibility in this in this, in this new world. Uh, but uh, I imagine there are folks that are, uh, I know that folks of the census are, are, are must be uh, thinking of, of different new and, and, and novel ways of trying to get the, the count. But uh, it's gonna, it takes contact, and I think there will probably be phone calls. I'm sure there will be more mailings. Uh, but it's very, very, especially online, it's a very simple thing to, to, to get counted. Sounds like a job for NeighborWorks. <laughs> Councilman, yeah, Councilman Ward, I know, mentioned it. And it's true, it's very, very quick and easy to to, to get counted uh, online, maybe it's a, an outreach to, to let folks know just how easy it is. Uh, but it's it's ongoing. But, but there were no particular details discussed last night. Dave, um, l- two weeks ago when uh, Councilman Sierra was here, we asked her if she was running again. She said yes. Uh, two weeks from today, when uh, Councilman Ward is with us, uh, we've already asked him. He said yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know where you. Uh, we've got an le- election in November. You got to make up your mind pretty soon. What are you going to do? Oh yeah. I mean, as of right now, I'm, I'm certainly uh, leaning in that direction. I, I you know, but you never know what, the, what other what other things may pop up. I have no idea. But I think, as of right now, yes, yeah, I'd say it's a, it's a strong possibility. And uh, uh, never say never, never say for sure. <laughs> right. But right now, in uh, my case, anyway. Right now, you're saying, but, yeah, I, I think I'll I'll consider re-election. Yeah. I, I, yes, and I think I did. I said that to you last time. I I, I think you know, um, it's you know, the learning curve for me was. It's, you know, like I said, coming from the world I came from, it's certainly it was different. And uh, uh, not that it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, most of the time, we, like I said, we, we as a group uh, do, do concur. Uh, it's, it's getting into the, into the weeds sometimes that, that frustrate me. And, again, it's, it's from that background of, of uh, being a business owner and uh, uh, being able to, you know, decide things on my own. But, uh, but you know, this is what, you know, councils and all of government is. It's, it's working together and, and, and coming to some sort of compromises and so forth. It's uh, it's frustrating when you can't do that, though. That's, that's the unfortunate part. But yeah, as of right now, I'd say yes. You know, uh, unless something presents itself that that uh, that could make that different. Uh, uh, as of right now, yeah. 
Dave, a pleasure chatting with you. We've run out of time, and uh, we're able to cover, um, I'm looking at the agenda, almost uh, everything on there except um, yep. Woonsocket Pride Month, but that passed 7 yep. to nothing, so uh, we it's don't have to... No controversy there. Long and believe it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Dave. Um, and Roger, we'll... I appreciate it. Thank you for your patience with me early on. Uh, okay. I've got your telephone number now. I'll call you directly. <laughs> please, sir. Please. Have a good Hello. one, David. Thank you, Roger. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.